you want to be better equipped to serve the church? At Reformed Theological Seminary, you'll be mentored by faculty committed to the inerrant Word of God, Reformed theology, and the growth of their students. Degree programs in biblical studies, theology, pastoral ministry, and counseling are offered in residential, hybrid, and online formats, making theological education more accessible than ever. Cultivate a mind for truth, a heart for God, and a life for ministry. Learn more at rts.edu. rts.edu. Welcome to the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast, part of the Rooted Family of Podcasts. Here, you will find conversations and resources that help youth ministers center their ministry in the gospel and disciple their students into lifelong faith in Jesus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kwan. I'm excited we can spend some time together talking about gospel-centered youth ministry. And today we're continuing in our new season, Hope and Perseverance in Youth Ministry. Our guest today is Siler Thomas, who's a student ministry pastor at Christ Church in Chicago area. He's written a lot of articles for Youth Worker Journal, Leadership Journal, and other places, co-authored a few books. And he's a, been a great friend of Rooted, serves on the steering committees, spoken at the Rooted conferences. So I want to welcome Siler. And Siler, tell us some more about yourself and some of your roles in youth ministry. I know you had a yeah. little transition recently. Yes, Danny, thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, so I... Uh, I served in the high school ministry at our church, Christ Church Lake Forest, northern suburbs of Chicago, for 25 years, and I'm now um, now overseeing student ministries, um, but won't be running the kind of day-to-day of a ministry uh, for the first time in 25 years. But I, and I'll I'll be doing adult small groups, overseeing our internships. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be it's 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 going to be a bit of a new season, and uh, a lot of folks have asked, hey, well, how's a new job and I'm kind of like, I don't know yet. I'll let you know in a couple of months when, you know, when I, when I've had a little bit of time to, to even understand what this new job looks like. But um, yeah, so it, it is a very much bittersweet. I, I definitely felt like it was time. Um, my youngest child went off to college. So we're newly empty nesters. And it just sort of felt like this is the, this is the time to, to step into something new. And my church was very supportive of being able to allow me to stay here and, and, to remain involved in student ministries while still picking up some new, um, you know, capacities at the church. Well, thank you for your longevity in youth ministry, even in this new role, which sounds super awesome. And uh, this uh, theme of hope and perseverance in youth ministry, um, whether you're a newbie in youth ministry, been at it a few years, or been doing it for over 25 years like yourself, um, Whenever there's a new school year, a new season, uh, what hopes did the new school year bring for you as a youth pastor? Or what are some things that you always look forward to yeah. going from the summer to the fall and into yeah. the winter even? Yeah, the fall uh, was always really exciting. Um, I, I feel like I've maybe shared this on, a, on in, in another setting, but it, you know, heading into the fall launch uh, felt a little bit like like the the beginning of the movie Ocean's Eleven, mm. where you're like you got a new heist and you got like <laughs> we got we got to get this guy and we got to get this guy. 
we still we gotta need to find this person. So I'm I'm sort of looking at the landscape, going, all right, we've got a we've got a hole in you know sophomore guys and senior girls and who's gonna fit that in? And then I'm I'm going out to coffee and then I'm I'm kind of trying to sell them on, hey, join the you know join the gang. We, you got to be part of this. So I really I always I always found a lot of energy and excitement in recruiting leaders, especially you know it's it's a, it's harder when if you're a youth leader out there that's just starting and you've got nothing there's probably doesn't feel very hopeful it feels like how am i going to fill these holes it's just going to be me and the early years you you do have to do more and you are having to just kind of maybe maybe do a bunch of different things you're you're doing it all um but you know hopefully as time continues you're delegating more you're giving away more stuff and you can really be involved in in recruiting and and getting the right team in place so I always love this sense of, you know, making sure that we've got all the, the holes filled and the, and the team and the right people are on the bus and getting them trained. And of course, there's all these logistics too of you got to make sure they've got their background checks and they filled out the application and all that stuff's in place. But um, there is a lot of excitement. And then you finally get to, for, in our setting, the summer has a different rhythm and we, we have small groups that start back up come the, the week after Labor Day. And so there is this sense of some students you haven't seen in the summer, they've been traveling, they haven't been as involved. And all of a sudden you're back and the incoming eighth graders into ninth grade, you know, mm-hmm. or if you're in middle school, you've got these new sixth graders that are excited about, oh, I'm, I'm now I'm finally in, in the middle school ministry, whatever it may be. But there, there is, there, there is this natural hope and excitement, not unlike a, a college football season, week one, when, you know, uh, you've, you've been waiting and there's all this hope and, and you're always, and you're sort of like, how are we going to do, are we going to win a national championship this year? Obviously we don't, we're not trying to, to, to win in our role, but we are trying to build a, a winning team of sorts. So I always found that really, uh, just sort of energizing though exhausting, right? Yeah. I mean, it can, also, yeah. can also completely burn you out, but um, I, and I, and I think, you know, with my wife and family in particular, everybody just sort of knew September is going to be crazy. You know, yeah. September is going to be, there, there's going to be late, later hours and there's going to be, you know, some weekends that, 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 you know, and evenings that probably just to kind of, cause you sort of in some, in some way to use a different analogy, you're kind of getting this locomotive moving again. We're not dormant in the summer, but we do have a different rhythm. And so, You've got this fall train that has to get chugging and moving, and and it, that takes, in some level, it takes your own kind of just you know energy to get that train moving. But by October, hopefully, that train is on the tracks. It's been moving. You've got your systems in place. You've kind of you're into a rhythm. Uh, but September is often a place where you're you're having to kind of do more. And so if you're especially a younger youth worker out there going, man, I don't think I can can sustain this pace. That's normal. And you shouldn't, you know, by, by October, November, you should, you should be feeling like there's less of this kind of urgent stuff going on and you've got more of a rhythm established. No, that's good. That's good. And speaking about doing all the stuff as a younger youth worker and being able to delegate more. um, So rooted emphasizes five pillars of youth ministry, gospel centrality, theological depth, relational discipleship, partnering with parents and, intergenerational integration um, over the years and maybe even mm-hmm. this fall going into October, November, are there certain um, pillars that you find most hopeful 
uh, or that you want to see grow in your ministry? And why is that? Yeah, I for us the fall w- w- it would it would definitely be relational discipleship mm-hmm. because again there's faces you haven't seen in a while and you are in, in some level you're you're starting over a bit with just trying to get get that feeling of students belonging again mm-hmm. and so and we uh, tend to in the fall our messages tend to be more focused on even you know they're always targeted at believers, but really having some some messages where and even an outsider or you gotta remember you've got incoming freshmen who are they're young in their faith. And some of right. them, you know, especially some of these boys who they look like they're eleven years old, you know. Right. And right. Uh, so they're pretty immature. And so picking some some themes and things in the fall that's really not going to fly over people's heads if 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 really we we also have a push on hey invite your friends if they're not involved in the youth ministry if they don't know the lord bring them in and so our expectation is that especially in the first few weeks in the fall you're going to have people who are far from the faith that are there so uh and and encouraging our leaders to say go deeper you know find show up at a football game find out you know if your students have track meets, if they're in a play, if they're, you know, go do those things uh, outside, find a once a month, go see if you can guys, you know, go to, go to Buffalo Wild Wings and, and, you know, have, have a group outing there, ladies go apple picking, you know, what, whatever it may be that your group is into uh, focus as much as you can on, on that, on building back those relationships. And then it really culminates with our fall retreat, which is, which Mm -hmm. for us is the first weekend in November. And it's, it's always about, you know, all hands on deck. Every, you got to get get there. Everybody's, you know, you're not going to want to miss this because those groups that have been meeting that fall, that's the same small groups that they have on the, on the fall retreat. And you're really hoping for uh, relational, all that relational work that you've put in pays off on, you know, you've got two full days to be with students and you're hoping that the Lord is, has been working in their hearts and maybe you've got people who are committing their life to Christ for the first time or, or they're discovering, you know, what really discipleship looks like in their lives for really, you know, in a meaningful way for the first time. So um, yeah, for us, the the fall, I mean, relational discipleship is always important, but it's a huge focus for us in the fall. You know, the podcast today is kind of on hope and perseverance and you touched on this, which is really great, but like, you know, the fall and early winter brings some a lot of hope. Yeah. But thinking long term and then sowing seeds of perseverance and you know, the fall kickoff is always great and a lot of kids come out, but thinking yes. thinking like about like for the whole year, what are some things you do in the fall that can help you persevere and keep small groups growing, going into the spring and and you know, next year and things like yeah. that. So there is some sprinting that happens in the fall, certainly. But yeah. then you also have to keep in mind that it is a marathon. You are looking at the big picture. And so caring for my soul becomes really important as the mm-hmm. youth, youth pastor. So for me, that's a weekly Sabbath. That's a weekday that I'm, you know, the church gives me. Um, and I really try to guard that quite religiously, yeah. um, if, 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 as it were, that uh, for me, it just works. It's kind of weird, but I, I take Tuesdays off, um, which just you know, works out well for me that Monday you come back in and you sort of recover from the week. And then Monday night is kind of like a, 
a, a weekend night where you can relax and you know do something with my wife and then tuesday i try to unplug turn off work email and even you know sometimes go somewhere else physically you know yeah. like for us we're in the northern suburbs so go into chicago for the day go mm -hmm. go on a hike go do something longer spend have have a longer uh you know time in the word or listening to a sermon or or uh you know doing something or, or you know or just doing something that will be seeing a movie or something that's just um, kind of enables you to really unplug. So then I now, you know, head back. And usually by Tuesday night, I'm, I'm needing to prepare for the week ahead. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm hitting Wednesday, Thursday, Friday hard because I've, I've been renewed on that, that Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, the perseverance comes in. Uh, yeah. Of, of being able to making sure I'm caring for my soul and, um, and, and I'm guarding my life so that it's not students aren't sort of captivating my attention all the time. And mm -hmm. my family knows that, yeah, no Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday is that's protected or whatever it may be having good boundaries so that then, you know, you, you really do feel refreshed mm -hmm. and are able to give everything you have. Uh, I, you know, my, probably my, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, which is the one that says that uh, you know to be be steadfast, immovable, bounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Uh, and I, I just sort of those sorts of reminders are so important because why does Paul say that? Because it's so easy for us to think this was this is all this is all in vain. No, I'm, nothing I'm doing makes any. This is it's, I'm not actually doing anything. No one's growing. Um, so, you know, the encouragement is there because Paul knows that it's so easy to get discouraged and to mm -hmm. feel like your labor isn't, you know, so always coming, I just, you know, come back to that verse of life is a marathon. Following Jesus is, is, is a, you know, long, challenging road and there, it is always worth it. No, oh, that's good. That's good as a uh, veteran youth worker speaking to some of us the new youth workers or, you know, even lots of our fellow veterans, we need to hear that. And thank you for that encouragement. Um, so speaking of relational discipleship, the excitement of the fall and the kickoff and training volunteers, um, what are some some issues or struggles even from the beginning or keeping them going that you've seen and faced in persevering in relational yeah. discipleship, maybe for a whole school year. Yeah. 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 I mean, I do think it's important to, I think, especially in the early years, if, if I was, if I was investing in a student and, you know, it would be really easy to sort of have my own feeling of worth coming from how that student was doing. Mm -hmm. But the student I'm investing in is growing and they're, you know, then I'm feeling like, man, I'm doing a great job and the Lord's with me and everything's good. And then, but then if, if, if a student I was investing in, they blow me off, they stand me up, they quit coming to youth group, uh, you know, I, I would allow that to sort of affect my identity and my, um, you know, my perception of, of my, how I'm doing and, and whether I'm good at it or not. And so, you know, having that sense of, hey, I'm, I'm here, I, the, the Holy Spirit is the one that's behind any of this. Mm -hmm. And all I can do is show up and be faithful and, and do my best and try not to get too puffed up 
if if something's going well and try not to get too down on myself if you know a relationship that i'm investing in is going south yeah no that's good that's good and that's really deals with our hard issues and applying the gospel to ourselves and yeah maybe on the other side of that for example i love students love student ministry and you know i always say raising my own teenagers was the hardest thing i've ever done hmm. but uh yeah. you know with students and and the teens and those young junior hires you talked about what are some difficulties and struggles and things you've had to persevere with them maybe especially in the last five years with some of the cultural and sociological changes yeah yeah i mean it's it, it, what's interesting is that it does come in waves i think and and it kind of depends on even the class like i so i think i, I would want to encourage for those of us who have been around a long time, like you can get discouraged because you've got a group that happens to be hung up on this particular issue and, mm -hmm. and you feel like, oh my gosh, why they're not, you know, they're not getting it at all. They're not listening to me. They don't care what the Bible says. They're whatever, you know, and you can sort of feel discouraged. And, you know, the reality is that may just be like, even, even, even like a, a, a local school will say, oh, that. That seventh grade class, they're terrible, you know, and yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying students are terrible, but I'm just saying you will sometimes get a class of students that give you a run for your money and, and just, and make you want to quit yeah. because, you know, I mean, we, we had, I just remember one, we had a class of students and we had a student ministry team and I, we, we there, there was a group of students that, that were, they were, they were difficult and I ended up kind of raising the bar on what I expected out of them. I said, guys, mm -hmm. we just want you to know, like, this is what we're expecting of you. If you're going to be a part of the ministry team. And it, and if not, that's fine. Like, you you know, we don't want you to be part of something that you're not really into. And one by one, we had like 10 students drop out. Mm. They, they quit. Yeah. And that was hard. That was like, oh, no, what did I do? I'm, I'm sending them away. I'm, I've raised the bar too high. I, you know. And when I look back, I actually think I, I think it was the right thing to do. I think I actually was sort of saying, look, Jesus wants everyone to be, you know, be a part of his kingdom, but leadership has carries with it some, you know, responsibilities and some yeah. expectations. And the next group was phenomenal. And they, mm -hmm. they, 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 you know, kind of rose to the bar. And so you, you just can't let a, you're going to have classes, you're going to have individual students that that will just be like i don't know if i can handle this person anymore like yeah. Yeah. and it would be a real shame you should never let an individual student or even a class of students you know drive you away from youth ministry like mm -hmm. you need to get perspective you need to find a mentor find someone that you can talk to and process with and understand that the beauty the the the, the curse and the beauty of youth ministry is the sad part is when there's a group of students you've connected with they leave and it's really sad but mm -hmm. the the silver lining of that is it also means that when you have challenging students that drive you crazy for one reason or another, they also will graduate. And, yeah, yeah. you know, and not that you're happy to see them go, but you just sort of go, hey, okay, they become another pastor's problem or another, whatever it is, you know, just sort of, and, and in, in many of those cases, I've had some of those, some of those most difficult students come back later and I go, oh, and they, you know, they're, they're, they'll even apologize. Yeah, hey, I, I was really difficult. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry that you, I gave you a lot of, you know, and I'll sort of, 
say, oh, it wasn't that bad. I'm not <laughs> right. You were the worst. Yeah. But so you just never know what the story that is going to end up uh, with a student like that. So yeah, yeah. get perspective, have the, have the long, that's kind of the big picture in mind. Yeah. And that's really good that the reality of, and, and the joy in the gospel, but the reality of ministry that it's hard and difficult at times. Yeah. And, you know, just keeping it real and your, your long-term tenure as uh, in youth ministry, um, What's like one thing that you never looked forward to or didn't look mm. forward to about ministry and had to persevere through it that might help just a younger youth worker or veteran even just yeah. keep it real? Yeah, I, you know, the, the, for me, the older I got in particular, the last few years in particular, retreats, I dreaded retreats. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It, it, and I love and and it, and it was it was like what's what's wrong with you like you know how how fruitful they are and I thought yeah. was started to feel the same thing about mission trips too but there was just this sense of oh my gosh there is so much just emotional energy and physical yeah. energy that's mm-hmm. going to need to be expended to 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 make all this happen in the week of the retreat the checklist things that have to happen and the you know is this is this going to happen is this, is the worship team going to be there and you know and and part of that is, hey, I probably should have done a better job of handing more things away, and you know, there's better ways to do it. But um, you know, I, I think if if you're out there going, oh, so that's normal? Yes, it's very normal. Good, to, yeah, yeah. When you're facing something that's going to take a lot of your energy, it's even 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 the build up to it. Now, uh, most, I mean, I would say, you know, ninety five percent of the time. I would come out of those retreats right. energized. I would right. come out of them. Oh, they, that was so great. You know, yeah. and my, my sweet wife would be like, <laughs> oh, what a shock. You loved it, huh? Yeah. Just like, you know, you always do. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was great. And yeah, yeah I feel, I feel, you know, and the Lord was at work. Um, but yeah, you, and so you, you sort of do, from a practical standpoint, I would say you, you do need to focus on, uh, you know, handing things away, giving stuff, to people so that you're not in charge of too much yeah. from a spiritual point of view you know saying okay lord i'm exhausted i'm i feel the sense of, of of dread and oh it's gonna be so you know i need your help you know yeah. and just, just not being afraid to say okay lord you're I, I i i'm i'm gonna have to rely on you in a way that uh i'm not you know don't usually do and the lord shows up in those situations for sure no thank you for sharing so authentically and so uh realistically um you know even within the gospel you know those things are real and true um one last thing uh i know you talked about your tuesday day off but uh is there one or two other things short term or long term daily weekly monthly yearly that you did to help you keep persevering yeah i i think i maintain so i have some some friendships with people that don't aren't aren't a part of the church mm-hmm. um you know lifelong friendships that i think have been really healthy and people people in ministry people out of ministry so you know taking checking in with those people on kind of a, a monthly basis um was has been really important for me and the other one and it's it's you know, not every church offers this, but I, I've been able over the last 25 years, I've been able to do two different 
uh, Sabbath. So mm. eight weeks that the church granted me and our, you know, it, it was, it was more than just long vacations. Our, our church really encourages that there be a project or something that you're able to focus on, which I actually in, enjoyed doing too, because there's only so long you can just sit alone in your house. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, but in, in each of those times, I, I, I really did come back uh, renewed and um, you know, there was something unique with each of those um, that I was able to kind of participate in. So, and, and you just, if you're, if you just focus, you, you really do that. That's something that you kind of have to say, you know, if you're a youth worker and you're one or two, go to your church and say, Hey, do you, do you have a sabbatical policy? Mm-hmm. Even if it's in year seven or eight or 10, Yeah. but, but be thinking and, and say, okay, so, and okay, that's eight years. Okay. So in 20, 31 or whatever it is and but but start and you sort of think oh it's never going to happen it's never going to get here well it is you're going to snap your fingers and there it is yeah and um having that what, what do i want to do how do you know what, what are some things oh you know what on my next sabbatical maybe i could think about that issue or you know um but having those rhythms of longer periods of rest um i i think they are invaluable in keeping people in the game long term no that's great that's awesome yeah well Thank you, Sider, for considering this topic of hope and perseverance in youth ministry within the power of the gospel. And to our listeners, I just pray that we will embrace the hope and joy of the gospel and that we will believe that it's true, powerful, and transformative. Until next time, we'll see you on the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast. If you're new to youth ministry and love our free resources like our articles and podcasts, it may be time to try out our gospel-centered inductive Bible study curriculum for teenagers. If you don't know how to start, tired of creating your own curriculum, or you're just curious about what other youth ministers are finding helpful, we have developed a whole community and platform of resources just for you. Rooted Reservoir has all you need to lead your students through inductive Bible study with over 24 books of the Bible already available and more added each year. Our newest curriculum plans are a 31-week study on Luke and Acts and a 26-lesson study on First and Second Kings. Try it for free and join the several thousands of youth pastors who have downloaded our free Philippians curriculum, or go ahead and sign up for your yearly membership to access a full year of curriculum, four different youth ministry training courses, and over 200 teaching illustrations to help you as you plan each week. Visit RootedMinistry.com and head to the curriculum page for more information. RootedMinistry.com